they have the internet on computers now. You're here to see technology at its most advanced. Start up. I'm up for it. Technology. Your boy Johnny Lou is back in the studio for Startup this morning talking tech. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? I'm doing well. Now, Johnny, I know that we do have some parents that listen to the show, mm-hmm. some, you know, older people who have kids. And when you're out and about, sometimes it is the easiest option to chuck YouTube on and there's a YouTube kids option. Yeah. But what happens when the wrong content lands on the platform? That's something that's kind of come to fruition this week. Yeah, that's right. So um, there's some questionable content uh, that's been po- it's been a, it's been about two or three years now that this content has been pouring through on the YouTube Kids app. So to explain the YouTube Kids app, it's a separate app from the main YouTube um, you know um, main YouTube app, which uh, basically gives you family friendly videos. So it's a family friendly environment. It filters out all the bad videos and gives you all the good ones that are apparently good for your kids. So with those little kids know, like, you know, they love watching YouTube videos and it's easy way for parents and caregivers to not have, not have to worry they're going to be, you know, be, be watching bad stuff. But uh, this has been failing recently um, thanks to people gaming YouTube kids' uh, algorithm. How, how do they take advantage of the algorithm? Yeah, so uh, in the past two years, there's been an explosion of, uh, you know, mindless mindless, low-quality videos. So toy channels, as they get referred to, they often um, have titles laden with like popular phrases, so things like you know, Elsa or Spider-Man, so that the algorithm catches onto it. So the algorithm basically uh, looks, basically like searches for videos on YouTube that might be related to what your kids are already watching. So, oh, so it works off titles. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, for instance, one title I found was Frozen Elsa, Cotton Candy Bath, with Spider-Man, Princess Rapunzel, Joker, Venom, Superman, fun in real life. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so these videos are often really crappy animations of popular kids' characters. Um, and sometimes, um, occasionally, they're indistinguishable from the real thing. I love this one. Frozen Elsa, Finger Family Songs, Frozen Elsa, so, Spider-Man, Hulk. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's definitely just designed to a- game the system. <laughs> it's a melting pot of characters. Exactly. Okay, so we're gaming the system. Yeah, so, in you know, in so you have these low-quality animations. In other videos, you have adults playing these characters um, in a sort of... Uh, creepy, sort of mindless uh, way. Uh, and they're all set to, like, familiar children's songs and, and nursery rhymes, and they've got heaps of, like, excitable sound effects and bright colours designed to draw kids' attention. Um, so, it's to, to sum it up, it's, it's pure junk. It's, it's devoid of narrative, um, but catnip for kids. What? Why are they uploading it then? What, when you say wrong content, what are we what are we getting at here? Okay, so um, recently there's been an explosion of... Uh, I guess what we say is like violence or sexual content that is making its way through to the kids' platform. It's pro- it's mild compared to... Uh, it's mild for us, like as adults. We look at it and we're like, oh, that's mild. But this stuff is coming through to like really young kids as well. And, you know, let's do the... Th- let's think about the children kind of thing. <laughs> but um, it's really concerning because, you know, the YouTube Kids app was designed for, you know, parents to not worry about what their, their kids are watching about on YouTube. And um, these content creators are basically gaming the system and somehow sneaking this kind of content in. Why, why though? Yes. Is it just, is it for advertising? Is it... Pretty much, yeah. So the quick answer is money. Um, a lot of these videos, um, 
you know, whether they have humans or crappy animations of them, are usually quite long. They're about, you know, 10 to 30 minutes long. Some are like an hour long. Uh, And, um, you know, they have millions of views. So... YouTube Kids essentially the the app plays videos endlessly, so mm. the you know the videos just keep playing, 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 and all these videos their play counts keep racking up. So for instance, you might start your kid on like an official uh, Peppa Pig video, then it eventually gets some crappy knockoff. Then somewhere down the line, your kid is watching a crappy knockoff of Peppa Pig, uh, except this time it's being you know attacked by daggers or uh, it's getting its teeth pulled out. So Peppa. yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this is yeah the biggest concern that violent or inappropriate content is just sneaking its way through without without question. What's YouTube doing about it? Okay, so back in August, uh, Google rolled out a new policy restricting um, users from making money from um, char- like popular characters that mm-hmm. are that are in in a, in a inappropriate fashion. So, if you used Elsa in uh, in inappropriate context. Uh, you couldn't make money from them. So that it gives it basically kills off the incentive to create these sorts of videos. Mm. Um, two weeks ago, ago, they also said they would uh, stop videos that are flagged on the main app from filtering to the kids app. So it's another, basically, another uh, stopgap. Um, and more recently, Google um, has gone out to burn, ban uh, certain channels, which it's deemed questionable. So one in particular is called Toy Freaks, uh, which I won't go into much detail about. If you want to read about this particular channel please do. But it was the um, 85th biggest channel on YouTube. And it brought in something in the region of more than a million dollars annually in advertising um, with certain questionable content. So it's a serious business, but um, yeah, it's what is in many of these videos that parents are seriously concerned about. See, there's a part of me that listens to all this and thinks, well, shouldn't they have some sort of moderator that watches all the videos to make sure they're good? But then I'm like, that is... A whole lot of videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they have a moderation team that they're kind of just going to go through and like look at different channels. But some of these channels have... So like you have one... You have like... For instance, I was just talking about Toy Family, for instance. They have got like... I don't know. It feels like a dozen other channels where they put their videos on. So they, they just keep creating new channels, put the same videos on, change the titles a little bit. And so you've got an, an absolute flood of these videos that you can, you know, that, that that just appear out of nowhere, basically. Yeah, right. And what is was this all sparked from a parent complaint initially, or was it something you know? That it's YouTube parents have been complaining themselves? for a long time. It's yeah. about two years. It's only just been uh, recently through media attention. So um, the New York Times did a, a, a quite a uh, in depth piece about it, and also there was um, a, a viral medium post um, that was talking about how like often disturbing these videos are um, that, yeah, brought this to attention and finally they've done something about it. So, um, yeah, if you... <laughs> you know, it's funny, like, as an hour, I was actually watching these last night and I kind of find them sort of, like, some of them were kind of insane just because they were so surreal and just they did not make any sense. It was kind of, like, abstract art because it's just yeah. it's so crappy. Like, it was like it was like watching a bad, like, Tim and Eric animation. Yep. Yeah, so... Yep. Abstract cartoons... We'll pop a link to these at FBI. Oh, should we? I don't know. We'll pop a link to the story at fbiradio.com slash programs if you click on up for it. Johnny Lou in the studio for Startup. Now, Johnny, Me Too is a campaign that's absolutely blown up across social media Mm -hmm. and a new startup is taking action in the workplace. What's the deal with this one? Yeah, so it's a web platform called All Voices and I say web platform because they're not building an app for security reasons. Um, So it'll let people anonymously report their experiences of sexual harassment in their workplace and will in turn 
basically give that data uh, to companies to, um, you know, assess the, the true scale of the problem. So basically, it's like a third party. So instead of either going to your HR or going to a lawyer, for instance, that this is like an, another another step you can take. Yeah, I see the motivation, but why create a particular platform like this, like a web web platform? Yeah, so I guess, um, yeah, it's as I said, it's a much needed third option um, besides making their experiences public. Um, either through litigation or in the press, you know, for victims of harassment who aren't whose harassers aren't high profile enough to warrant news coverage, um, a platform like this is basically the only other option besides taking legal action. Um, you might not be yeah comfortable enough to go to HR or even yeah to the press or to a lawyer that sort of thing. There's going to be a level of Anonymity. Anonymity, yeah, yeah exactly. I can't say that word this morning. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> How will it work? Yeah, so look, it asks specific <laughs> questions about the incident, whether that might be, you know, uncomfortable jokes to um, advances. And it's not limited to sexual harassment incidences. Uh, you can port, report harassment uh, based on gender, race, age, and, and disability. Um, it's still working out some of the details around surrounding... Um, individual named offenders. So if you're going to name an offender, it's still working out how exactly it will report that back to the company. Uh, but the end goal is companies will receive a report from All Voices that tells them um, how many people are, are complaining about harassment at that organisation, um, taking away that identifiable information. So I imagine this is the kind of thing that would work at a big company. So when you have a company that has like 500 or more people, it's it's um, it's basically you know another option, another avenue that people can take. Yeah, it wouldn't really work in a small business setting. Yeah, or a small exactly. Team. Um, and I guess another thing I want to mention as well, like it keeps their point. They what they want to do is keep users informed along the way. So letting them know when the company's received the report and when they've taken action about it. So um, yeah, there's no date on when it'll launch, but it'll provide an, yeah, I guess an additional avenue for um, for what is already a hard thing to do for many. Yeah, is this something that companies will specifically need to sign up for? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's an actual like um, it's actual piece of software that people that companies can sign up for. So I've never heard of anything um, you know of, of like this before because usually these sorts of complaints are dealt with HR or mm, like that sort internally, of... Yeah, yeah. Internally, So um, it's interesting that a company is being like, okay, well, you, we can be the third party outside of this, aside from a lawyer or aside from the press that can help you in this, in, in this you know, mediation or whatever it is or, you know, finding who the perpetrator is. Has there been any comment or, you know, questioning of confidentiality with using apps like this? Um, so I, not as yet. It's still pretty new. I actually just launched on Tuesday. Um, the main thing is, um, yeah, they're not creating like any like mobile apps, so any apps for your iPhone or your Android or anything. It's going to be strictly on the internet on on your web in the web platform. They've said security re- reasons, um, which perhaps makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't seen anything as yeah, yet about I'm it. Yeah. But it's an interesting idea and um, something I'm. I'm keen to see how how it develops over the next year or so. Yeah, absolutely. The app is All Voices. We'll pop a link to this one as well through our program page and you can always check out startup at fbiradio.com slash podcasts. Johnny, I reckon we'll catch you next week. See ya. We'll see you then.